0: Hello everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of Escapism, or second guest episode on this um, well I guess platform, whatever you're gonna call it, and today we have another song review coming at ya, um, uh, Moonwalker Speed, that sounded dumb. Blood on the Dance Floor '97 Remix album of the same name, and joined um, joining me today is Landon from the YouTube channel Zeno MJ. Uh, say hi.
1: No. <laughs> it's me. No, uh, Hello. <laughs> it's me. I'm glad yes, to be on the show, Landon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, before we hop into this, um. Most people have um, been familiar. with are familiar with um, Nicholas because he was uh, on there a few times before I rebranded. But I don't think anyone's seen you on the podcast before. So just um, tell them a little bit about yourself. How you became a Michael Jackson fan. What your YouTube channel is about. And you know, just give people a little bit about what you are. Yeah,
1: you- uh, I've been a Michael Jackson fan for yeah about ten years. Uh, coming up next August is going to be my eleventh. So ever since I was two years old. I've been a Michael Jackson fan when I was about nine years old. That's when I seriously started getting into like a really hard phase where like buying merchandise was like a really big thing. And uh, I started my YouTube channel a few months ago and uh, I popped 30 subs with only like seven videos that beat that Jake Paul. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, and I'm I'm also a vinyl collector.
0: Oh, yeah, me too, so that's great. Yeah. So, we're going to be talking about the Michael Jackson song, Blood on the Dance Floor. Um, great song, one of my favorites by Michael Jackson, so I'm really excited to get into this. I'm gonna hope you are. Um,
1: also, can I say something? Yes. You guys better respect this, because this looked like 10 minutes of trial and error right before this. <laughs> oh my so, God, I swear and- to God hate on this, and I'm gonna come at your house with my Michael Jackson glove and spank you.
0: (laughs) It took forever to get this up and running, but we finally got... And, like, literally, we've been wanting to do this, something together, for, like, forever. For, like, the longest Yeah. Exactly. And now we're finally doing it, so...
1: Yeah. Carry on.
0: It's been been a long time coming. So, um, Blood of the Dance 4, it was released, um, in 1997... And it's the first track on the Blood and the Dance for History in the Mix album, which is a remix album of songs from Michael Jackson's album, History, which came out in 1995. Um, I believe that this album in history, it's the, it's the shortest gap between Michael's albums. Usually his albums like take a while for it to come out, but this came out like two years after History came out. So it's not that big of a leap from albums. Mm-hmm. Um. So, this song was actually written and created in 1991 for the Dangerous Sessions, um, but it didn't quite make it onto the, the album, which I can't really see Blood and the Dance forfeiting anywhere else. Uh, yeah, I feel like history
1: is sort of, like, more of, like, tabloid. That's literally, like... If I don't call it history, I'm most likely going to call it the tabloid album, because that's literally, like, that and Dangerous are, like, the main albums that, like, tabloids are on, so I really could not not see Blood on the dance floor sitting there.
0: Uh, but it's funny, because most of the um songs on History were either written before the album was released, or during the Dangerous sessions. There's a lot of songs from History that, um, the back like example earth song and yeah, they don't care about us originated in the dangerous sessions before they were um trans they finally fit there um so i just find that kind of interesting and then some other like controversial songs michael jackson wrote during the dangerous era like jane is a groupie that i really snippet that we've heard seems very controversial in its subject matter seems like a dirty diana type song um actually really yeah
1: there's a whole lot of songs that like he didn't think could make it and yet, like, the music that he didn't think could fit on any album is still better than any music people make today. So, like, I mean, you should like, keep keeps yeah. the faith, pretty much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, So, the song, um, the single, like I said, was released in 1997. Um, some of the dramas on this thing, funk, New Jack Swing, pop, rock elements as well. And um, it did have a music video, um, which is a pretty cool music video. It has Michael wearing the red suit, and it has pretty much a visual representation of the song. Um, the song is about um, a um, groupie named Susie, who is, um, a, you know, kind of a serial murderer. It's, it's a pretty cool concept, but it's still, like, out of the um, range of what Not too
1: long ago, I about. saw this meme, and it was... um. It was freaking, it was a guy, and he had, like, really wide eyes, and the caption said, when, when you figure out that Susie has your number.
0: <laughs> uh, so, the most of the B-sides on this thing, the single, the B-side was the Dangerous Rogers Dangerous Club dance mix, so it's a remix of the song Dangerous, which makes no sense. Um, it was released, the exact date is March 21st, 1997, so not that far off when mm-hmm. this was released. So yeah, not it's, not, it's
1: literally not that far off at all.
0: And um, yeah, exactly. It um, it peaked at number forty two on the Billboard Hot one hundred, which isn't bad for a song that. But then again, we are talking about Michael Jackson, who is undoubtedly one of the biggest. Whoa, no on the way, actually, song's release. So I mean, I thought it was Donna. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um but yeah 42 respectable Mm -hmm. numbers but it's michael jackson so it's fairly low um it reached that um position in america denmark new zealand spain and the united kingdom and it reached the top 10 in a few other countries as well um blood in the dance floor has actually been compared to music from dangerous um the album um as well as the song i i've definitely Definitely, seen comparisons and similarities between two um Especially in the eras, well, it makes sense because this song was released. It was written. And I feel like this could be better and
1: like dangerous so, um, than it could in history. Yeah. Like, you know, I have a question for you, Lane. Uh, when was the yeah. first time that you saw blood on the dance floor? The music video.
0: The music video. I'm pretty sure I was just scrolling through YouTube and it happened to come across it. Because like when I we when I became a Michael Jackson fan, I was I never it wasn't really. Love at first sight. I just watched the documentary about it with my family. But I just started like randomly watching his just videos kind of and music. stuff. And I'm like, oh, all right. And I watched like Beat It and stuff. And yeah, all the, all the basic stuff. And I remember I just got the Blood on the Dance Floor randomly. And I just watched it. And I'm like, it's all right. It's not like amazing. It's become like one of my favorite songs now to dance to. I like the music video, but I don't think it really connected with me. And, like some of Michael's other videos. For me, Blood but on the Dance Floor is like
1: really, really rockers. nostalgic. Because when I was like, shh. <laughs> roughly about five years old i had michael jackson's number one cd and i still have it and it's all scratched up so i had to get it go get it fixed but i watched michael jackson's number ones like all the way through all the time so like seeing those music videos on dvd form with really looking like really grainy and old really just adds the effect and like gives me like really good nostalgia
0: One thing that I have a pet peeve with is on the um, Michael Jackson vision box set. They replaced the song with like a different, like the, um, what is it? The Refugee Remix of Blood on the Dance Floor, and I hated that they did that. Like, it, just, it kind of ruins the video. Like, I like I, I like to I watch the, uh, the
1: video. Do, do you vision, think that when like, like hey, somebody were to like go up to Michael dance. and say like, Hey, I'm going to make a box set. Do you think Michael would be like, oh, instead of Blood on the Dance Floor, put a completely different remix Instead of the actual song.
0: He wouldn't want the media, and especially his own estate, um, p- tampering with his art. That's just ridiculous.
1: Obviously. After they, especially some of the stuff that's been going on.
0: <laughs> um, so it was the only track from Blood and the Dance Florida he performed on the history tour. Which is, he performed it later in the run because obviously he started the history tour before the album came out. And um, fun fact is that he was actually working on the album while he was touring. So we had a lot of stuff going on, and he had to get this out. Um, So uh, the um, music video premiered on Top of the Pops, which is kind of strange. Then premiered on MTV, premiered on Top of the Pops. And, yeah, so Teddy Riley, um, who was the producer on Michael Jackson's Dangerous album, and he was the producer that Michael Jackson chose after Quincy Jones, he came up with the song's title. So, um, during Dangerous, um, era, and, um, so pretty much Riley, Teddy Riley, he was upset that Michael didn't call him to vacuum up this old master, so he didn't call Teddy Riley to get this song on the album. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, like, put it on there. Yeah. Um, which is pretty much Michael. I mean, if Michael yeah. thought that to be on He him, does a whole
1: lot, lot of things him, so that are it, pretty much, office. like, great decisions. He makes, he, pretty much, he only makes great decisions. That's really it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just Michael. And also, um, fun yes. fact, Blood on the Dance Floor is the name of a screamo band that I hate.
0: Yes, that freaking that band, I like you it. know. Like, I, was, I I remember when I was just getting to Michael Jackson, I would search up Blood on the Dance Floor without <laughs> putting, like, Michael Jackson or MJ next to it. And these <laughs> emo people would just come up. and I'd like, My girlfriend broke up with me, and I'm really sad, and I've got long hair.
1: <laughs> like
0: I and it's like I'm like, why is this coming up? Like literally no Where is no.
1: the good music?
0: Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where's blood and dance for <laughs> Um So um a few other people that added um additions to this song. Brad buxer added some instrumentation to the track, so there is a few like little um The instrumentation on this is really good. There's a lot of, like, stuff happening in the instrumental, especially, like, the breakdown section at the end, where it's just kind of, like, the beat, and then, like, the instruments kind of, like, jump in and jump out. I
1: actually heard in a documentary that, like, it was supposed to be, like, an experimental song, and then, like, just filled with a bunch of random keyboard sounds, Uh and then that got transferred into an actual song, and then it's the song that most of us know and love.
0: Yeah, and it's it's cool how stuff can evolve, you know, because um, a cool example of just like songs evolving, um when Paul McCartney from the Beatles wrote the song yesterday, it was called Scrambled Eggs, <laughs> and the lyrics were like, Scrambled Eggs, Scrambled what? Eggs, oh, how I love your legs, and it just evolved into yesterday, which is like one of the Beatles. Scrambled
1: eggs, and I really want to see your legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i just think it's cool how songs like that can just evolve another thing i found it's really, really
1: sad about modern music is that michael jackson's demos that he wanted to fix are better than literally most music today if not all
0: exactly and even though this song didn't do amazing on the charts it's still, like, amazing. Like, well, I mean, back in
1: the songs. 80s, they had, like, a whole lot to compare to. But when you compare Michael Jackson and the Beatles and, like, everyone in from the 80s era, there's pretty much no contest. You already know who's, obviously, the superior artist.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. Because... With 80s music, there wasn't really a whole lot of variety. I mean, sure, you had your um, power ballads, which was a huge thing in the 80s. You had your pop and you had your rock coming in. Motley Crue. Like, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Motley um, Crue. Fun fact, Motley Pantera
1: Crue. went um, was a glam metal band and considered hair metal back before it be- they became the metal legends that uh, I love. I'm not even sure that really? Blaine knows what Pantera is, but...
0: I mean, I've heard of him, but, like, that kind of genre of music isn't really my thing. I mean, yeah, like, I also,
1: I i go yeah. from different genres. I don't stick to just Michael, and y- literally, yeah. if you stick to just Michael, then I'm pretty sure you might have a problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, it was just Michael. And then I,
1: I had a conversation people, with um my friend once, and I told him how I listened to, like, different genres, and he's like, oh my god, you- you're not a diehard Michael Jackson fan like it's you say not- you are
0: exactly that's what i get at school because i'll like come to school wearing like a green day shirt or whatever or I'll come to school wearing like a Beale shirt or john lennon shirt or whatever they'll be like oh i see you don't like michael jackson i don't think else. i have the time oh, to
1: listen on. to you one my dude
0: exactly like i'm an all around music person like i'll go into so many stuff like you wouldn't expect like i mean i'll listen to pop And I'll go and I'll listen to
1: like do you think that when Michael bought the Beatles catalog, he would stick to only the Beatles and not listen to like any Stevie Wonder or listen to any other music at all? Like he would go across genres. Yeah, exactly. And whatever he likes, then that's what he likes. And you can't judge someone for like the music that they listen to.
0: Yeah, exactly, and I guess it comes back to Michael Jackson because if you really think about it, he, yeah, wasn't he was just pop. He was all yeah, around was like
1: pop. He was just the king of music <laughs> in my true. eyes. Like, for given to me, "Dirty Diana," um, then they went from like a Billy Jean and Thriller, and then there's songs like, um, freaking the songs on "Off the Wall," like um. Uh, sunset driver and like stuff like that and don't stop till so you get enough and then there's also rock with you which are like lower songs like so he like crossed boundaries and just like
0: exactly. all around he had exactly soul, he went from song. he had soul funk pop disco rock metal he had so much stuff he would just push. yeah he even had rap
1: there was jam there fresh, was um songs. uh too so, bad
0: oh definitely yeah the unreleased song Shout, that's a rap song. So he has, like, he, he meshes so many different genres together. And Blood in the Dance 4 is kind of in that, like, you know, New Japanese. Yeah, Blank, somewhat of pop, techno, I'd pop, say. A little genre. bit. And it's really good. Yeah, a little yeah, bit, can... yeah, with the keyboards and things. It definitely works. <laughs> um, A few different reviews and reception of the track. Um, Jim Farber, um, who is from the New York Daily News, he um, said Jackson coughs up a series of strangulated mutters and munchkin hiccups in lieu of a vocal, while its chilly faux industrial music proves as appealing as a mind. That's okay. Like, that's no. no, that's
1: a no right there. I'm just gonna, I'm I'm
0: gonna, gonna see, cut you off, off right, right there. Uh, it's, you
1: know. it's Michael Jackson. Um, I'm not sure if you're thinking of like a, some sort of like a little pump. This is Michael talking about. <laughs> the guy that has the number one single and has the best selling I mean, album of all time, along with numerous other songs that hit the Billboard Top 100, you know, you can't, you can't really say that.
0: Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd rather listen to Buzzin than, yeah. than have a migraine. So it is what it is. Um, William Rollman of All Music. He says, Blood and the Dance Score is an uptempo Michael Jackson song in the increasingly hysterical tradition of Billie Jean and Smooth Criminal, with Jackson huffing, puffing, and yelping through some nonsense about a stabbing. Overall, a fairly generic. Electronic Excuse me, extra. nonsense? No! What you're speaking is nonsense. Yeah, exactly, it's not. <laughs> yes, definitely. Amazing. The song is fantastic. There's. I mean the whole mothering thing because they're all talking about how his Yum. vocals are like really low in the mix and stuff and they're like, <laughs> it's just not about the love of but like that's kind of the uniqueness of it because there's not any other Michael. Also, Jackson if anyone's listening to this,
1: we're not making fun of him. We're just we're just quick demonstration. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no shame. No shame. Uh-huh. Also, a fun fact: <laughs> Michael Jackson went to every Queen concert that was in the area. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dang. um, Steve Thomas Earl Wine, of all music, he says, Blood in the Dance um is a bleak reworking of jam and scream. Bleak. Like, no! It's its own thing. Like... (laughs) That's...
1: I mean... He makes his own things, like, by himself. Like... No matter what, everything is going to be at least somewhat different. Like, Dirty Diana and Given To Me, same genre, but they're, like, completely different songs. I wouldn't say, oh, Dirty Diana Uh is literally the same thing as Given To Me because it isn't. It's his own music, and that's how I'd like to classify it.
0: Uh, uh, um, J. Randy Terabrelli, who wrote the um, book Magic and the Michael Jackson, the Magic and Madness, which I'm currently reading again for, like, the third time, he said that Blood in the 4 Um was is one of Michael Jackson's best songs, a song that us fans don't even know exists. And that kind of, I kind of agree with that in the sense that the song is very obscure. Um, beginning fans, they're not gonna their first song isn't gonna be "Blood on the Dance Floor." There's there's no doubt about that. And it is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs, so I do agree with that being one of his best tracks. It's just, it's one of Definitely. the songs that, like, you Definitely. discover later. Like, I, I think you'd have to be,
1: like, I'd say pff, yeah. a few a few months into being a, like, a serious Michael Jackson fan to actually discover the song. But I want to say something. Lane. you had a dance on Friday, correct? Did they play any Michael yeah. Jackson music at that dance? Yeah. <laughs> of course, did. But at the dance, we did suggested songs, and I put P-O-I-T, and I found something oddly weird um at the dance everyone was singing the song but a few months before the dance i was talking about him and how he was such a great person and then a girl was like such a great person he raped children and then and then i catch her oh my i catch her God, over at the no. dance seeing pyt and i'm like mm. and then i whip my phone out
0: Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, um. Okay, so promotion of "Blood Dance Um, again, like I said, it was the only song to be um put on the set list for the history tour. It was put in the last leg. Um, in the music video, it, it was the um. I believe it was the- one album only two on the Golden Dance Forum that had the music video. The other song is *Ghost*. That song, song is, like,
1: video, I'd is say, like, almost God-tier level for, like, any music, not music uh, video, um, but, like, a mini-movie mini, uh, a mini movie or something like that. Stuff like
0: that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, fun fact, um, the Bundled Dance for music video um was filmed in february of 1997 and that was when michael jackson's first child was born um, Mm, yes purple
1: rain great song
0: oh
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, also i was reading because like i'd say a few times a week i just look up michael jackson and i go on the news tab and in elton john's new biography he claims that michael jackson was disturbing and unpleasant to be around yeah
0: um You no <laughs> um so blood dance for the saw um the video it premiered on top of the pops in the uk on march 28th 1997 and in the video you can obviously the video is um very interesting there's a lot of cool different set designs and of course susie herself appears in the and so does her video. hand knife um yeah exactly yes she has the switchblade yeah. which is pretty cool um um, the refugee camp mix of uh, "Blonde Dance 4 is on the um. Oh, it's not just on Vision. Um, the song appeared on um Jackson's Video Collection History on Film Ooh. Volume Two, so the um refugee camp mix is also featured on the song. Oh, wow. uh, on that DVD as mm, well with we Michael Jackson live. Um, yeah. There's an unreleased alternate version of the music video that was shot with an eight millimeter camera, so we've never seen that before. So it might be cool that we get. A- I'm
1: hoping that we could like, be- like get inside of the vault for every Michael Jackson unreleased video because we can pretty much assure that everything that's been unreleased is gonna be like gold.
0: Yeah, I mean the stuff that we get, which we get very little stuff. Like the last unreleased track we got was like stuff off escape and even that like Definitely. when i first heard that it was pretty cool to just hear it um so jackson's label epic records um they were alleged they were accused of not promoting the album as well um this dude did the poor sales which is six million copies it's not poor sales but like for my what are you talking
1: though. about lane most modern artists <laughs> says, meet that nickelback can do more than that <laughs> An idiot.
0: <laughs> um they said um <laughs> they said Michael was certainly one of our superstars in the street as such. We just went into this one with our global hats on. So um yeah, the promotion was more strong, but um they say um definitely more it was more it was stronger outside of the United States. Um because obviously, you know, this was after the first allegation, so you know he wasn't as like, hot in America. He performed this song in the second leg of the um History World Tour. And it was also slated to be performed during This Is It, but it was later removed from the I, think,
1: I think that, like, This Is It era Michael, I don't think he, obviously he could pull off really any song, but I don't think he could pull off as well doing Blood on the Dance Floor that he could with the songs that are on the This Is It set list, but I'm pretty sure he could pull something off definitely, yeah, but definitely. I think that, like, he wouldn't do it as well as he could
0: for any of the other songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I even agree with that. Yeah, because, I mean, this is it, Michael Jackson performing Blood on the Dance Floor. It would be cool to see him do it because we never, we never really got to see it that much. We only saw it on History Tour and only in the last leg, even. But, you know, I just don't know how he could handle it, especially because of how fast-paced of a song it is. But then again, he was going to do a jam. So, the song um, became a top-ten hit in every European Union state. It peaked at number one in the UK, and it also sold 85,000 copies in its first week in the UK, which was enough to take the number one spot away from oh, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. So, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, yeah. It was his um, seventh and um, final UK chart topper as a solo artist in the UK, um, and it spent 18 weeks on the Switzerland chart, which is insane. Crazy. um. It, number 42 on the U.S. billboard, 100. Um, and it was the um, 20th and last of Michael Jackson's reissued singles from the Visionary campaign, you know, the Visionary box set with all the singles. Um, there are a ton of different remixes for this song, and they were all different UK singles and United States singles. Just to name a few, the TM Switchblade remix, the Refugee Camp remix, the Fire Island vocal mix, the Fire Island dub, the TM, oh, I already said that. Um, yeah, those are on, on the yeah. So there's a, a lot of them. Uh, the T, the TNG pool blood dub, um the acapella obviously. So there's a lot of the stuff. Um, a lot of remixes of this song, are released on certain, um, singles and whatnot. And I'm just gonna get into the uh, review section, um, of Blood the Dance for. So uh, personal thoughts on Blood the Dance 4. What do you like about it. What you don't like about it. Its overall thoughts.
1: Pretty, like I think it's like a definitely really good song. Uh-huh. A lot of people claim that it wasn't worthy being on like some things like on the Michael Jackson d s game that I have or the three d s game. Mm. Um, it does include Blood on the dance floor, but for the Wii game, it doesn't. And um I'm not sure about anything else. It didn't. It did, a lot of the things didn't include blood on the dance floor. They don't like including it into songs, but I think it's definitely worthy of being included for a whole bunch of other things instead of just having remixes on a box set.
0: Uh, definitely. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm on the um, no, number ones, obviously, it's on there on the CD. There's two different versions of it, but it's on there. And on they one have one.
1: to make it at the very last. Yeah, I mean, if, a,
0: if they in, had yeah, to. But when you put it on, life or death like situation. That, it does kind of feel out of place if it's on something you know, envision it really doesn't but like on an album like that which it, yes it did hit number one but it was in the UK and it wasn't in the United States which I'm why I'm really to be assumed that the one I have is the UK copy but still though it just kind of feels out of place even if it was number one this still kind of feels you know left randomly on there.
1: but I can say it's at the end of the number ones because I'm I don't know why I'm just barely figuring this out, like pff, I'd say maybe last year, that it goes in order of the era. So I used to be like really upset that's like, oh, they have to put blood on the dance floor at the end. It's like a great song. But then I realized that it goes in order of album releases. So yes. it makes sense that's it's near the end. It, it makes
0: sense. Yeah, definitely. Um it's just it kind of is a little weird to me though that it is on there. It was obvious. I mean it was a number one hit in the UK but still. I mean, it just can't- I mean again they have Break of Dawn on number ones, which doesn't make any sense at all. I don't even think it was a single. So
1: yeah, I personally um for Break of Dawn, I don't like I know that for like a place with no name and uh Break of Dawn and Blue Gangster. I don't like the the background singers for those songs.
0: Yeah, the know. background vocals on "Break It Down" are kind of weird.
1: Yeah, but like the ones on, cause they're all the same on like "Blue Gangster" and um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, Plays and "No Name," all that. They're all the same, and I don't really like the vocals.
0: Yeah, Paul, I think it's because I'm pretty sure that "Break It Down" was recorded in the same session as "Blue Gangster," so I think that might yeah. be why.
1: Definitely, I'm pre- I'm like ninety-nine percent sure. That yeah. Means. So, so
0: overall, Blunt Dance 4, great song, great video, great around album. We'll talk about the- I'll talk about the album later in a different episode, but... Yeah, so, um, open chance. You get you can promote yourself. Just do something.
1: Oh, uh, follow me on Twitter, at stuff and follow me on Instagram, at Uh, Subscribe to my channel, ZenoMJMMA channel, stuff I'm fast-talking, and don't forget, um... Uh, this is a pun, by the way. Subscribe to The Smooth Criminal. Really great content. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and follow the podcast. Um, follow him on Instagram. Oh, dang. Follow, yeah, follow us on Instagram. at, at The White, Album. Um, yeah, the white who, Album. Yeah, the White Album. Yeah, the White Album. The White One. <laughs> that one. And uh, yeah, follow the podcast. Follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple. But no, the podcast is not on Spotify yet. I don't know why, but it isn't. But
1: also, is... listen to Pillowcast. Yeah, Pillowcast. Oh, yeah, Pillowcast. Listen yeah. to Pillowcast with Lane and Hunter. I'm still listening to that till this day.
0: Good. I re released a new episode of it today.
1: Yeah. Also, a fun fact my favorite album is White.
0: Your favorite album is White?
1: Yeah, yeah, just like your Instagram.
0: Oh, oh. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> my, favorite,
1: my favorite album is White. I make bad jokes. I know. Don't bully me.
0: <laughs> I mean, it must be bad because I don't understand get it is <laughs> bad. Yeah. You said bad. We were talking about
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. So again, follow the podcast on Apple and on Spotify, yeah. Um and yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um any final comments, words, farewells?
1: Uh, if you're a Michael Jackson fan, and I, I love you.
0: Yes, we all love you, and we all love you for listening.
1: And- also, I have one more fun fact. Michael Jackson was very major in China to the point where they have in, in their own Michael Jackson shop in China. And while I went to um, uh, Forest Longland for the tenth anniversary, there were a whole lot of like uh, flags and all that, and just like oh, just a whole bunch of people. Great environment. If you have a chance to go, definitely go for the eleventh anniversary.
0: Yeah, definitely. I haven't really, I haven't gotten to four salon yet, but I'm definitely.
1: I only live like lawn. an hour away, and yeah, from, so his so house, of- from, from his house too. I live an hour away. I live an hour away from a few album shops that are in LA, so I'm not too far away.
0: Yeah, you're around a lot of um, um, like Michael Jackson locations. It's I'm, awesome. I'm proud
1: to be where I live.
0: Yeah, I would too. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So, very- uh, yeah, that's pretty much gonna wrap up our show. Um, again, Landon, thanks for joining. Um, it's been long thank you time for having me. me. Yeah, no problem. Here we are. We're, we we finally did this. <laughs>
1: and by the way, subscribe to Nicholas Stoller.
0: <laughs> yeah, subscribe to Nicholas. We had him on the show first episode. Yeah. So uh, he is Michael
1: Jackson yeah. child Jesus.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Um. See you guys later.